When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, I am here in your ear. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. We're a little late this week, little late, day late and a dollar short. We are at the Just for Laughs Festival. I am in Montreal for the Just Paris Festival. We are in the street having croissants and eating bagels. <laughs> I can't stop talking like this here. It's, uh, it's strange. Montreal is this beautiful city. It's like if it's like Paris with a sprinkling of meth. That's what it's like here. You know, it's like these beautiful old buildings, architecture is beautiful, and then you turn a corner and there's a bum shaving on a office chair talking to a rat. So, you know, it's it's a crossroads of bougie and broke. <laughs> the most fancy sounding hobos you will ever hear in your life. You know? <laughs> You are bilingual and you don't have a job. You can speak two languages, but you can't hold one job. Come on, get your shit straight, Montreal. Where's Justin Trudeau? I hear his mom is cannabis friendly, and I'm trying to get over there and smoke a blunt and have a have a sandwich with this bitch, Margaret Trudeau. She's doing a one-woman show for the Just for Laughs Festival. I'm pumped to be here. I got Chaplin here with me. I have a week's worth of clothes for a 12-day stay, which means I'm going to have to wash my thongs in the river like some sort of thought, like some sort of street tramp, which, you know, won't be the first time, definitely won't be the last. I, I'm excited to be here. I'm a part of the Nasty Show, which is the longest-running show in the festival, the Just for Last Festival here, which is in its 37th year. And, you know, uh, Howie Mandel is a co-owner of this festival, and... You just see everybody who's anybody in this industry, in the comedy industry. You know, I've been hanging out with Jim Jeffries, who is just a delight, a lot of fun. Uh, Hassan Minaj is here. Wanda Sykes. I think Sarah Silverman's here this year. We've got, you know, Nicole Byer and Emma Willman and Mateo Lane and Michael Che, um, Big J Okerson, Dan Soder. So many comedians are here. It's so much fun. It feels like summer camp for us. We all hang out. Big J and I have just been getting high every day. I'm high right now. Shocker. Uh, We've been getting high and going shopping, getting that exchange rate, which is in our favor. American dollars worth like a dollar forty here, something like that. However that works, you end up, this is the place to shop. Basically, if you want to get your crack, buy it in in Canada, Americans. You You get more bang for your buck when you're buying blunts here. It's the first thing J. Okerson and I did. We went to the the weed shop and then we went to Foot Locker. We got high and went to Foot Locker. (laughs) We got high and went to Foot Locker and then today we got high and went to Ray-Ban and then we went to a drugstore. We got our drugs and went to a drugstore. It's just been a delight. It really has been a delight. And it's an honor. It's a real honor to be a part of this festival. You know, I've been doing stand-up for almost 16 years. It's a long road. 
And that's what you realize. Once you hit a certain age, it's not. It's good to have goals. It's good to have a few goals that you're working towards in a year and in your lifetime. You know, high high level goals, high high tasks, things that are you know that take a few years to build. You know, like me working on a special and me working on a script. Or even working on the podcast is a large goal because of the time it takes to book it and to promote it and to produce it. So it's, it's, it's exciting to, you know, achieve a large goal of mine, which is to be a part of this festival, especially after having been in this industry for so long. So just know that it takes time. If you're a comedian just starting out, or if you're anybody starting out in any industry, you know, whether it's cobbling shoes, <laughs> pulling a Daniel Day Lewis someplace, or doing a startup, a nonprofit, whatever your your goal is in life, know that you gotta be in it for the long haul, and to appreciate the little achievements along the way. And you might need to write those down to remind you how far you've come, which is what I've realized. You know, sometimes I get caught up in my day to day, and I forget how much. I've been through and what I've actually accomplished to get here. I almost discredit myself because I get too caught up in what's next. We get so caught up in what's next that we forget about what's been done. One of my favorite quotes or inspirational things that I heard um, is don't forget that you used to want what you already have. And I think that's something you can say to yourself every single day and have some gratitude I'm all about that Gary V gratitude mixed with a little bit of that Jim Quick brain functioning and you know just just realizing that you've accomplished so much up into this point for me. And so I've started journaling at nighttime what I accomplished in that day. And honestly, it makes me wake up and feel clear knowing that it's all good, baby baby. I've done something with my life. I feel accomplished and I feel grateful and I feel present and I feel high. (laughs) Do you guys want me here? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to read you. I'm going to grab my journal here. What a nerd. I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you what I wrote last night. And I don't remember because I was a little high and a little tequila drunk. Not too drunk. It takes me two drinks to get drunk, drunk these days. Um, let's see. This is from last night. I'll read you one from a couple nights ago so you can understand what, what I'm, what I'm doing and, and what I'm writing down to sort of encapsulate the day. So this is from July 13th. What day is it today? It's the, uh, 19th. So this is a week, over a week ago. Yeah, this is, um, last Saturday. So this is about a week ago. And one, had breakfast alone. It was delicious. Okay, it already sounds like a fucking toddler's writing this, but just bear with me. Two, went hiking at Escondido Falls. Wanted to climb more, but Chris was a bitch. That's Chris McClure. I didn't write that, but that's, that's he didn't want to climb up the hill. And rightfully so, because the, the, the deuce, the, the dirt was loose. Because <laughs> he was a douche. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Chris. I love you. He was right for us not climbing up the entire mountain because it was dangerous. Three, let go of worry. That's an important one. Let go of worry. Worry doesn't help anyone. Even though on a, on like a, if you look at like a historical and just like a survival 
level, worry is a survival, survival tactic. It, being Fear can help you survive. It, that, that's part of its purpose. But not letting worry overtake you, I think is what I mean there. Or maybe I just was scared going to sleep. Four, was sad about dad. Who's going to walk me down the aisle? Wow, that took a turn. <laughs> I'm not even engaged. Maybe I won't read these. <laughs> I should have proofread this. Five, went to the movies with Sarah. We saw Crawl. Crawl was delightful. You guys know I love my horror movies. Crawl is that one about the dinosaurs. Not the dinosaurs. Well, alligators, which are basically living, you know, our modern dinosaur. And about the alligators, this this girl and her dad get stuck in the basement when the levees break and there's like a, a hurricane that comes through Florida. And her and her dad have to survive these crocodiles or alligators is it alligators yes florida alligators the special effects were so well done it was a fun it was a fun movie it was like one of those movies that kind of feels like a ride so go check it out um six was exhausted at night the hike helped clear my noise now i don't know if you guys have heard me talk about noise it's something it's it's a verbiage that i acquired from going to see my life coach. That's so LA. Fuck you. I'm working on myself. I'm not going to downplay what I'm doing. Okay. And don't you call me a bitch because you're not doing shit in your life. I, (laughs) Jesus, am I menstruating? Breck Costin is a life coach that I've worked with who I was actually introduced to from Chris McClure, my good friend, Chris McClure. And also, um, initially I heard about Brett Costin from reading Brian Cranston's autobiography, a life in parts, which is a great autobiography. If you're a fan of his and, or like to read autobiographies really well written, but Brett Costin talks about noise and noise essentially is the core problem for a lot of people. Like we all have our own core issues and issues manifest themselves in noise in your mind you know, anxiety and what are your anxieties? And for me, because my brain works so fast on all cylinders all day long, the hike that I had earlier, number two that you guys heard, helped clear up that noise. And it it sort of scrubbed the anxiety from my mind. So if you're somebody with a lot of anxiety, try a hike and, and not one where you're just in your neighborhood. That's not a hike. Okay. If you're wearing heels, you're not hiking. Let me tell you, I've seen bitches at Runyon Canyon and all these different places in LA who show up in heels. What are you doing? Stop, drop, and roll. Set yourself on fire, then stop, drop, and roll because you're not going to survive life. You got to challenge yourself. So I highly recommend getting high and going on a hike. And number seven, the last thing I wrote was I feel determined. And, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to what you write. And this is something that my, um, one of my good friends and uh, just somebody else also does stand-up comedy as a, a podcaster. He's got a great podcast called Before You Kill Yourself. <clears throat> Sorry, I sneezed. <laughs> I'm going to keep it in there. I normally, I normally edit those things out. I'm going to keep it in there. That's a lie. You guys have heard my farts before on here. Um, Leo Flowers told me about this journaling that he's been doing. And there's really no rhyme or reason. It's just sort of what you're what you did that day. So you can look back on like what accomplishments and what tasks you got done, what goals you achieved and also your emotions. I've just sort of been writing down my emotions and and where I'm at and how I'm feeling. And it's, it's a good gauge of the fluctuation in your mood, in your 
um, confidence and, and vulnerabilities and where you're at. So check it. Just try it. Try and add it into your life. See how it does. Last night, I'll go through these quick before we get into the episode. Um, one, I am so happy on stage. Two, I am a fun performer. Oh my God, I sound like a freaking idiot. Three, I feel a part of this comedy community and I am a peer. That See, it, it's cheesy, but you know what? It takes a long time to sort of develop these emotions where you feel clear and calm and confident. Four, I want to step up my game. I want to own a home. That's my bigger life goal is to be a homeowner. And I think within the next year or two, that will be achieved. Five, wish my dad could see me. Maybe he can. I wish I knew. You know, I remember, I remember writing this last night. I miss my dad every day, you know, and his passing has given me a new motivation that I didn't have before. It sort of has put everything in perspective for me. It's changed how I feel about my friendships, my relationships. My relationship with myself has changed. Um, And I believe in silver linings. I believe in a light and through all of our darkness and, and through that darkness of losing my father and going through that experience publicly, which I chose to do because I wanted people out there who are also experiencing that to not feel alone. You know, one of the the biggest problems I think that people have and maybe core issues of mental illness and depression and suicide, people feel alone and unheard. And I have a voice, so I'm going to use that to let people know they're not fucking alone. I don't care if that's cheesy, if that's like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're a snowflake. Whatever the fuck you think it is, I don't give a shit. I'm using my voice for what I want to use it for and to let people know that we all go through this shit. And I really miss my dad. And, and I wish, I say that I wish I knew if he could see me, but that's one of the mysteries of life. We don't know what happens after all of this. We don't know what the next thing is. And, you know, I got high a couple weeks ago and rewatched Contact. Great movie with Jodie Foster, Matthew McConaughey. Um, it's, it's about outer space. It's about our connection with, with life outside of our, outside of earth and, and, and death and grief. It's basically, basically Jodie Foster's trying to talk to her alien dad. (laughs) Her dad's in Mars and she's trying to text him. Okay. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm like, yo dad, you, you up? (laughs) Hey, yo dad, you up? Where you at though? So I miss him. Um, uh, and anybody out there dealing with grief or in the dead dad's club, what up? Uh, number six, Chaplin is the best travel dog. Yo, Chaplin is the greatest. I highly recommend if you want a dog, get a shelter dog. All my dogs came from the shelter and Chaplin right now, he's asleep on a pillow. I put a little wee wee pad down. He's wee wee pad. He came wee wee pad trained. So if I'm busy during the day, he'll take a shit on that thing. He's like, all right, bitch, I'll shit on your napkin. I'll pee on it. But he also can go outside. And he's quiet and he loves everybody. So I just was appreciative of him last night. I must have been really high last night. These sound very emotional. And number seven, my gut hurts. (laughs) I did have a little look. One thing that I did dumb last night, Andrew Schultz and I went and ate some Indian food. Spice Brothers, I think it's called. That shit was cold. First of all, eating warm Indian food is a, is a gamble. You know, you're throwing dice at the table if you're eating warm Indian food, let alone hot Indian food. I ate cold Indian food last night, and my bunghole was not happy about it by the time I put my head to the pillow. 
So number seven is, is indicative of bad choices eating on the road. Andrew Schultz and I had some cold-ass Indian food. I wonder how he's doing today. <laughs> well, speaking about how people are doing, this next guest for this week's episode is an old, old dear friend of mine who has recently been married and he has a lot of life changes going on for him. He's grown. He's all grown up. He's all grows up. He's a grown ass man. He's a hilarious comedian. One of my dearest friends. I hope you guys enjoy this episode of the sharp tongue podcast with Mr. Chris Franjola. Sharp tongue podcast. Beep, 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 You're listening to the sharp tongue podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal Look, well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. We did it. We did it? We're here. Ready to go? Yeah. All right. We're ready to go. We're, we're ready, willing, and able. I'm ready. Cheers. We're adults. Oh, nice. Here we go. You I get my coffee. So I have a lot of coffee. They told me the, uh, today, the woman told me, she goes, you download the app. All the coffee's a dollar. On 7-Eleven? Yeah, you better believe it. I didn't do it. Though. I still don't have the app, but I'm gonna, I think I might get it. A into- buck for... That's a, that's a deal. That's a fucking that's deal. That's a deal. I'm going to yeah. have to get that app. I make my coffee at home now because I feel like... All the shit that I what put in it. What type of coffee do you, what type of machine do you use? Uh, a French press. <gasps> I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't it's, like French it's press? It's too much uh, business. Talk right into that. They, oh, right in are we ready to go? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when they put it down on my table, the French press, I'm like, I don't, that's no, what do I work here now? I feel like it's a lot of work. Just <laughs> pour is. it out of a pot. Like, it I don't, I don't want to be pressing. Or like those restaurants you go to where you cook your food. I ain't French. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need, yeah, I'm not fucking yeah, French. I'm not French. I am not a sous chef. Mm-mm. I'm not even. I'm not even putting pots and pans. There's in the, a lot in of those those things where you cook. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Or like a, you know, like they give you that like hot thing and you c- cook the meats like at the Korean Korean, Korean barbecue. barbecue. You know another one I've noticed. You you don't go to a lot of Broadway shows, but I go to a lot of Broadway shows. Well, I know you and do, now you what? You were yeah, on and it. now oh my god, that's my one dream. And now that never well, actually, there's been a lot of dreams that haven't been achieved at this point. But they used to be just one. Now <laughs> there's many. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and now the, every Broadway show, you have to be a part of it. You sit. You're sitting in the audience watching. And now by the at the end of the show, they'll come in the audience. No. And, now you get up and dance and no. you sing along. And I don't want that. I, I didn't want come here that. to that. Yeah, that's I like came watching here. a horror movie and you're now you're being murdered. Now you're I, I just right. wanted to exactly. have fun. I just want to watch. Yeah, I just want to watch yeah. it. Especially Broadway. I really put on like a, I just want to watch Vibe and then it'll come my way. They, they could see that they just don't bother this guy. He's it's in nothing. your eyes. Yeah, it's in my eyes. It's I know in your how to. Kinky boot it's eyes. the same one you uh, you probably from new, growing you know being in New Yorker for many years. It's what the one you learn on the subway. It's the oh, yeah. don't you dare even look at me no. or talk to me. You don't it's, you don't make yeah. eye contact for longer than like two seconds because either you want to fuck or you're gonna die. Right, right. That's it's, just that's the law of the streets. Kind of lives everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> not only not only in New York, L.A., everywhere. Yeah, law of the streets. When exactly. did your love of Broadway begin? Because like, you're from 
New York, Long Island. Ronkonkoma. East, East Ronkonkoma, East End of Long Island. My love of Broadway. Oh, my God. You're very young. Very young. I love it. Still what was your first it. play you saw? Do you remember? Uh, Three Guys Naked from the Waist Down. It was a Broadway show. It sounds worse than it was. God, it sounds like a childhood <clears throat> trauma. I know. It was, it <laughs> Jesus was, Christ. It was, a, it was a Broadway show about um, three guys trying to get on, t- comedians t- trying to get on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Really? It was a musical. Uh, it was fantastic. Who, do you remember who was in it? Scott Bakula was in it. Who? Who's now? Scott yeah, Bakula? he's a big time star now. Oh. He's on one of those. He's been in it. You, if you know him, you saw him. He's in a ton of stuff. A guy named John Kassir, who was a comedian that uh, went on to be voices of a lot of cartoons. And then another guy I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what did you feel like when you saw that? Oh, my God. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Minetta Lane Theater down in New York. Minetta yeah. Lane right down there. Uh, Get your face in there. And I, and I went to, uh, you know, I, I just went down there by myself. and You know, I was like 15 years old. I used to go to the TDF, Theater Development Fund. They used to get tickets for 50% off. Yeah. They'd send them to you in the mail. Yeah. TDF's now called Ticks. You made me know it. And it's been a Times <laughs> yeah, Square. Yeah, all those, you've, all you've the uh, tourists Half-price tickets. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. That's, that's what I did. That's like I continue to do it. I go to a lot of shows out here in Los Angeles, too. What's good out here in Los Angeles? Well, I, I have, I, I'm, a, I'm a, a member of Pantages, which they do like a couple of plays a month. Also sounds like a weird sex cult. <laughs> <laughs> they do a couple of plays a month. And then down downtown New York, downtown LA, uh, I go see. And we make a day of it. You know, we go to dinner, yeah. then we go to the show. I just saw that, that Ain't Too Proud, the Temptations one was great. That looks really good. It was really good. See, yeah. I can't, I don't know if I can sit through Broadway. I feel like I'm, the only Broadway show I've ever seen, I've seen like two. I saw a West Side Story. Okay, which good is a one. classic. A classic. Classic with my mom. Yeah. Honey, will you get off of me? And then I saw <laughs> Stamos. Oh. Oh. In Bye Bye Birdie. Bye Bye Birdie, yeah. He was fantastic. Sure. He's a, he's a, he knows how to perform. Yeah, with Gina Gershon. Oh, wow. She was involved yeah, as well? Oh, involved. that must have been toward the end of the run. It when was When they wild. get anyone to just sell some more tickets. <laughs> It yeah. was insane. But John Stamos has, been, has done... I actually saw him uh, years ago. I saw the Beach Boys in downtown LA. They Dream. Were do, they were doing a benefit for like a, a school or something. And you know that's when he was involved in them. Uh, Stamos playing was... Playing bongos. Drums and all sorts of things. He's on the side playing But he's also shirtless. like... He's also... Because they're all 80. And he's like also like the, the cheerleader of that. Yeah. He gets the crowd going. He's and, a young heartthrob. Yeah. Right, right. And he's got to be 50-something now. So Yeah, he's he, definitely at least in his 50s. Right, Have some right, respect. Right, right. Tre- I know. I'm not... Lightly. I, I'm not I do. I do tread lightly. <laughs> I'm a little pissed off at him because I believe he stole a, a idea... It since got canceled, but he had a show called Grandfathered or something where yeah, he with, turns out I he was the that. grandfather. Unbeknownst to him, he was the grandfather of a girl and that he wound up. And it was, that was a plot line we did on Chelsea, after Lately with me. So they, that was, we did a whole episode where I was somebody's grandfather. And the name of the episode was called Grandfathered. Shut and the then fuck up! Three months later, There's he no does the same show. Hollywood. Yeah. It's so weird because same thing happened to me where I, I had a life with him and then... He got married and had a life with somebody else. <laughs> it's so weird how that happens. Now, have you guys ever met each other? <laughs> yes. You have. Actually, after Because he's show, like in the comedy world, he right? Is, he's friends with Jeff Ross. Yeah, yeah. Bob Saget. Yeah. And like, I, I met him. The first time I met him was after the Bye Bye Birdie show. Oh, my oh, God. Really? What a nerd. I waited outside. Yeah. My friend I, at the time bought that. tickets. Right? 
I was on that. A you stage that. door. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Stage door and you just it's wait. one of the beauty, the beauties of Broadway. Mm-hmm. No matter how big a star you are, no matter how, who you are, you still have to walk out the same door everybody walks yes. out. And that, that's pretty cool. It's part of the tradition. That's it. That's and the so tradition. he walked out, and there's a bunch of um, 30 year old women and me. Yeah, right. And uh, I just drudged up this like Greek phrase because, you know, oh, I've dated okay, a couple yeah. Greek Christos guys. Christos thing? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, one of those, you know. Yeah. Echo Trey Arhidia. Um mm-hmm. and so she he she he walked I don't know how he identifies, he walked down and I said some Greek stuff to him. Yeah. And I, I think I said I'm hungry. In Greek. Yeah. I think yeah. I said Thelona Fal Spititora, which That's is like I want to eat. To now. Hear. They love <laughs> That's that. All you yeah. To say. Right. What else do you need to say when you go into another country? Feed no. me. Fe- right. And I meant his dick. And he was like, Oh, I don't speak Greek. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. You know? And then he was just like, oh, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because I wasn't doing comedy at that time. Yeah. I wasn't. Oh, this is way back. This is way back. This is like when I first moved to yeah. New York. And so then you're he like kept a going. Kid. I, was, I was a child. Yeah. And then he kept going, and that was that. But we've met on Twitter and Instagram, and like we've, you know, he's responded to a bunch of my stuff. Yeah. And, and then he sent that really nice note about my dad after my dad. I remember passed. that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, well, I mean, we're basically like a married. Guy. That is nice. Yeah. He seems like a nice guy. He's a, I think he is a nice guy. Good good for him. Um, you're married. I am. How, what's changed for you? Like what? Everything. What if, Were you scared about it? Like, no, not at all. No? No, not, not, not one bit. When did you know she was that, that she was the one? Well, I'd love to say that there was some romantic, t- but I was just old and done, <laughs> tired. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like that's. That's really what, it was. like, I wish there was like a lightning bolt, like, she's the one. I'm like, we both kind of looked at each other like, this is it, right? Like, we don't need to do, be doing this I anymore. I was old and done. We both kind of were, you know? Oh, and it was one so of those honest. things where it's like, oh, let's just do it. That's so funny. And it was, and it's been great. It's been great. She's great. It's fun. We have a great time. We're, you know, we're good together. We both travel a lot yeah. separately. Uh, and she's she, doing her thing. She works for Netflix. She's a, you know, she's getting pretty high up at Netflix now. And, and so she travels all over the world. For them, and I and I travel all over the America for you know for shit. I mean, she <laughs> Do goes you like, like a housewife. She goes like gorgeous <laughs> Amsterdam and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I'm in Dayton for three nights and whatever. You know how it is. You've how was the wedding? There. Wedding was good. Did you cry? No. Well, yes. I cried at the whole thing. I cried at like seeing my friends there and stuff. Yeah. That was kind of fun and. uh I made it as small as I could possibly make it, but the, and she's from here, yeah. and so it was hard for her to do that. And she's Jewish, so that's fucking thing. Those you know. lines are hard to draw in the sand of who to invite, who it, not. It's to very invite. hard. It's very hard. I had no problem doing it. I was like, "This is. I'm just going to invite people that I've seen in the last year." Yeah. You know, kind of. I guess my invite got lost. No, you know what? You that's were right fair. on the edge. That's, as I was a matter of fact. You were on the cusp. There was a few people on the cusp, and you were one of them. And then we decided. <laughs> Liz was like, "Let's not invite people we fucked." And I was like, that, yeah, "That's a good idea." And I thought that, and I was like, "You know what? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Right." That's and totally I, fair. I thought that was fair. Yeah, that was pretty, absolutely. That's a good line to draw. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, I would have definitely. You were up there. She was like, "Let's not people who've <laughs> just that we fucked anybody in your in the butt." No. Right. Nobody <laughs> right, in the butt. Right. So, so there was a. Uh, but, but you know, weddings are weddings are they're 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 over in no time, and you're just like, well, that was that. Yeah, were you and, able to like talk to people? Yeah, yeah, the people I wanted to talk to. People come and they go. They're quick. They nobody wants to be there. Yeah, they're all like, oh Jesus, <laughs> let's go. Let's wrap it up. So we made it real quick, and uh, we had a great band. Thank God, thank God. That was the. Who that did was you the, have? We had this cover band. 
That's that we, fun. No, no, they, they were amazing. Absolutely amazing. God, I, I should say their name just to give them some sort of say shout out. Because if you're uh, uh, now, I can't think of it. But if if you're if you're having, <laughs> I, it'll come to me. If you're having like a wedding, these guys are are just. Uh, they are called uh, de- de- decadent decades. So they go through like all the decades. Oh, that's like dope. they play all seventies, eighties, nineties. So and they're just unbelievable Any for hip-hop? a wedding. If you want it, yeah, they send so. you a list of all the songs they play, and you choose them. That's so and smart. they so uh, they were great, and then they 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 were going to wrap up at the end of the night, and they're like, "If you guys want us to go for another hour, you know, we will for more money." And you guys and, were like, "Yeah!" But like even like my friend Carl, who's one of my buddy forever, he like Carl. coughed up money and got them to play another hour. And oh, it was great. Nice. It was real fun. The whole thing was fun. Carl's it, been in wa- The Walking Dead. He had, it was like a whole he, he season. Was, he was, he, in he it. was in for two seasons. He had a very big part of the Walking Dead. He got killed. Uh, I remember I saw him and I texted you. I'm like, yo. I know. He did Carl's really good. He's a good Dead. actor. He's a good actor. You know, one of those guys been knocking around forever yep. in this business. He's got great bars. He does. He's very successful in the restaurant business. But he, and now he. He gets all this work in the restaurant business and busting his ass. And now he's never been more successful in the acting business. The he's got another works. show on CBS now. and It's so strange because he was so thick into the restaurant thing. And then yeah, just the acting thing. Harrison like, Ford's movie, Call of the Wild. He just finished that. That's wild. His, yeah. his uh, Laurel Tavern, mm. right? Is it Laurel no, Tavern? Uh, no, no. Laurel Tavern's no, not Laurel Tavern's your lo- one of your local spots. That's one of my local spots. Um, across the street from Laurel Tavern is a place called... Uh, um, shit, the black market, shit. and that's one of theirs. Black market, <laughs> and then he has he has a local What's, local peasant, local peasant to one in one in Sherman. They're, they're actually one really one delicious, one fantastic. Places. They're yeah. great. Go. Check so if you're ever out. in LA, go check them yeah. out for sure. Shout it out. Yeah. What about you? Have you gone out? Have you auditioned? When's the last time you went out on an audition? Uh, never. Nobody. <laughs> never. I never really? auditioned. For how did you get Chelsea lately? <clears throat> oh, I walked in. To Chelsea Handler called. Oh, that's right, because you know. How'd you ever get any? How you get anything? All my friends. Like, I, yeah, I've friends. never gotten one job from an audition. <laughs> yeah. Have you? No. Well, you do it more than me. I, I mean, think. I've gotten. I guess girl code was essentially an audition process, yeah. but all the other stuff. No, I mean maybe one or two things. You audition a thousand times and you right. maybe get one. I'm I got so a bad Nintendo at it. commercial. I'm so bad at it. I'm terrible. I'm so bad. Dude, I think you're so better. Like you, have, you have more balls than me. Thank I don't you. have balls like in real life. I have balls on stage. I think. Yeah. But in real life, I'm kind of like a fucking. I'm nervous and shy. Yeah, I can and... tell by the way you were walking down when I went to meet you. You just yeah. you weren't sure. No, you I, like I you just got raped. Exactly. <laughs> So that you was, look like wounded. Yeah, I, this I, wounded I, energy. I, I, I'm never comfortable, like a, a, a like, an especially in an audition room. They're, I'm just brutal. not comfortable that I'm way. I'm never comfortable. It's it's an art in of itself, and like, and the people who are good at it are the ones who book. I, I yep. see it. I see, and then I go to one. Like I recently, I went to one. God, now it's got to be a couple of years ago. It's the last one I've gone to. What was it for? It was for some fucking thing. Who knows? But and then you know, like mm-hmm. they all know the guy. The casting director oh, knows. They, know they all know. Yeah. They they come to every day to, yep. for another thing. Uh, so I'm. They're like, who's this guy? Yeah, they're, like, they're all shaking each other's hands. They're jacket. all. And then Cranston comes in. I'm not Brian. Not Cran- Brian Cranston. Brian, Cranston's the fucking my guy. Favorite. No, the one who's in Fighter and the Kid. 
Callen. Oh, you. yeah, Callen. Brian Callen comes in. Bye. And this guy's doing jumping jacks. He's, <laughs> he's, he's doing push-ups on the floor. He's got voices. And I'm like, oh, I'm not. There's no and that's chance. how he says hello to everybody. I know. And I like him. And then he goes into the room. And I get just thin walls. I can hear what he's doing. They're like, and he's doing Randrola. a full-on oh, man. shit. You know, whole thing. Which is probably what you should that's do. That's what you're, you're supposed to book the room. Exactly. I go All in. All you have to do is book the room. I stumble over three lines. I go home. <laughs> I go back to the valley. I get a nice lunch. And that's the, that'll be the end of it. Yeah. So that's really what I it hate is. it. I, I hate it. Hate it too. It's so grueling. And like, even just the preparation right. that goes into it. And like for us, I don't know about you, but like nine times out of ten, I'm on the road when I have yeah. to submit. It always even self tape. I got a, a proper thing up on a pillow in the hotel room. <laughs> it's so fucking embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And like having people read for you, you like have to ask your opener or a friend who's on the road with yeah. you. And you it's even that is weird. Right. Like, can I have to perform for this person and then for essentially for somebody else is gonna look at this tape? And essentially self taping is supposed to be the easiest easy part of it heather mcdonald has a great story she has you know sense in self-tapes whatever and she says that she'll just order room service when the self-tape like email comes in she'll order room service guy comes up and then she has him do it after you know he delivers the food that's and then tape the, tape the the tape that's self-tape. a really good idea yeah so you got him up there in the room already you might as well and then keep you, get him a, for another. you get a snack after. yeah you get a snack after <laughs> there's like a treat at the end of the uh, <laughs> I don't, but I don't, you know, honestly, I've given up on like acting. I don't think that's my ever been. I wish I was. You're natural at it, though. I've seen stuff that you've done. I I think I. Especially with Chelsea lately. Well, I was, that's because I was comfortable in those surroundings, you know, so I felt good doing it. I wish, honestly, looking back on things like that, I wish I took it more seriously. Well, especially because you love Broadway, so you obviously have an inclination or at least an attraction to the dramatic aspect of it. Yeah, but I wish I had, like, there were people who, I, I see people who are good at it. And and I'm like God. I wish I was better at it. Who are your, some of your favorite actors? Like on oh screen? my God! Like I, you know, honestly, the, there is no acting anymore. It's in, in, yeah. you're, you're, you're Iron Man or you're or you're not. You know, you know what I mean? Like that's that, like I'm and I'm very upset you're by right. it because I'm a, like a movie fanatic. I love yeah. the movies and I love watching you know quality work. And yeah, you have a good taste in film. Oh for sure. fuck! I mean, I love it. And uh, you know, actually, we were gonna go to the movies last night and we couldn't find. It doesn't make nothing unless I want to see Toy Story four, which nothing against Toy I Story four. I got high 4. and saw it. it. Was great. I'm sure it is. I love the Toy Story movies, but it's but a children's movie. I want to see an adult fucking yeah. drama, which they don't do any. Anymore because we've dumbed down the world so much with uh, you know that's a story for another day but why the world's gotten so dumb and uh, <laughs> that's another podcast next yeah episode. And, and and because of that we ha- everybody has to be in a, in a in a superhero outfit and there's nothing wrong with those I mean those I like definitely them. they serve a purpose and now like the fact that 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 genre is sort of crossing over the whitewashed version of it into a more realistic right approach of having you know. A multicolor cast. Do yourself a favor and look at the uh, Best Picture nominees of 1977. You'll I be mean, like, holy shit. Well, no, these, these are movies that you're like, these are like classic, five classic fucking 1977? movies. 1977? Uh, you got probably Jaws, you probably got Star Wars, you probably got, I mean, uh, you know, uh, The Goodbye Girl, like adult dramas. Um, it's amazing. I'm and, looking it up right now. Oh, I, this will be interesting. I think Star Wars might have been one of them. Now I'm. I'm Probably. Are we going for Oscars in 1977? I'm saying the Best Picture nominees were probably unbelievable dramas about life. Best like Rain picture. Man 
It was a, oh it was, God, Rain, Rain Man, Man was, was released so in the good. summer. It was released in the summer. It was a big, huge hit where you went. You know, it made three hundred million dollars at the box. So if you released that now, you'd have to put the you'd have to you'd like have to put the retard in a bat suit. You it, know what I mean? To get anyone <laughs> to get anyone to watch. You know? Oh my God! That's what, I don't know. Can't do a thing about a retard. Are you ready? Taxi yeah. Driver. Oh, unbelievable. Martin Scorsese, the greatest movie ever. Rocky. Uh, uh, thank you. All the President's Men. Oh, my wow. God. Redford and Redford Hoffman and at Hoffman. their best. About Network. I The greatest movie Network. ever. It's on, broad, it's on Broadway now. You can see it on Broadway. Bound with Brian for Cranston. Glory. Bound for Glory. It's a good movie. Is it? Yeah, it shouldn't have been in there. It, it's, it is interesting to see how things evolve and like where that arc is like you know you couldn't make any of those movies today no, not you, one you of couldn't. them well you could but it'd be on the yeah. indie circuit it would be on netflix you, you, it'd be on netflix yeah. you're right or, it wouldn't or be HBO people, or, yeah. you, you wouldn't get people off their ass to no, go see that absolutely you not. really wouldn't and like you were talking about it before what what do you think because now that you know you're things are changing for you in your life mm-hmm. what do you think is causing people to become so i think dumb it, like what well, worries you about it I don't know. I think we've emboldened the dumb. And, mm. you know, whatever you want to say about the current uh, administration, <laughs> that, I'm not going to, that's not my thing, political, you know, but there is definitely, he has definitely emboldened the dumb. Yeah. Uh, and that's great. They were all, they've all, you know, they've all been there. Everybody they've already, needs a team. You know what? They've all been there, and now they're now they got their guy. So they're like, oh, we got our guy, so yep. we could we could fucking scream all we want and blah blah blah. I notice it in comedy clubs. I notice it when I'm out on the road. It has I evolved it in, for sure. I've noticed yeah, that as I well. Yeah, I notice it in places that, you know, whatever. No, in places where I like to refer to that are further from the water. I think when you get to cities that are bigger, that are uh-huh. on the ocean, there's a connectivity to the rest of the world that inner. You know, like right. intercontinental U.S. doesn't have. I, I, oh, I, w- I, I would. I, I'm going to debunk your uh, theory okay. by simply saying I'm from Long Island, and you'll never meet a town of a sl- island of more dumb motherfuckers in your life than those from Long wow, Island. Really? And they are surrounded by water. Yeah, and you're right near New York City, so maybe <laughs> yeah, that's a so one. I, maybe that place is the exception to the rule. <laughs> it, it is the exception <laughs> to the rule. Yeah. Oh no, the entire yeah, and Rockonkoma. Oh my God, for real. But the entire Long Island. Look at you. Where I know. you're from? You're not Syracuse. far from. You're in New York yeah, State. Yeah, but the closest body of water in Syracuse is one of the most polluted lakes in the world. Yeah, they have it. <laughs> like, literally, that's a fact. <laughs> right, right. Onondaga Lake is literally, if you put your toe in it, it's going to come out looking like a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's... Uh, I mean, I definitely agree. Like, I think it's the phones. I, I think, I, yeah. I, I think, and I'm as bad as anybody with this phone. I, I, I didn't used to be. I used Isn't to put, that weird how it I just evolves? I used to put my phone away and that all day I didn't think about it and then I'd pick it up and it's not that long ago now I, I can't stop I'm scrolling at stupid Instagram nonsense for up hours a- have you looked at your screen time oh I don't even want to I can't I don't want to it's, it's jarring it would be jarring it's like honestly a day's shift uh, uh, yeah. On the on the phone. No shit. I mean, we're on the phone so much. Scientists. I read this article. Yeah. We're starting to the develop in the a, back of our a, a, a spike in our spine. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. To, to compensate for the sh- to where our heads yeah. are shifting. I saw. That's terrifying. I know. We used to lose a pinky because we were walking so much. Now we're growing one on our fucking. <laughs> you're growing two little horns on the back of your head because your head is always down. It's like, always down. It's so fucked up. 
you uh, you used to bartend. You bartended yeah. for many years. And yep. before phones, yeah. you would sit and have a conversation with the bartender. You'd have lunch at their bar, like Dude. your place, Puffy's or whatever. You would sit and have lunch at the bartender. You would chat with the bartender. Yep. It would be kind of fun. Talk about the neighborhood oh, and shit. work and, and politics. Right. All of it. They don't you don't do na- that now. You don't even look up. You like you, If you don't sit at the far, the, you, you know, you're on the I'm road. Shook. You're like me. You're yeah. on the road. At, you know, so you have lunch by yourself a lot. In Always. The, you know, I talk. you find, find a bar. Yep. And if you sit on that phone and no, you, on you don't phone, even notice the fuck a bartender. And I she, they're on the phone. And I'm she's on the, on the phone. phone. Everybody's on the phone. It's it, the one thing that has shook me when I really realize what's going on is like when you're out at a restaurant. Yeah. And all generations of the family are on the phone from the oldest, the eldest to the youngest. Yeah. That that's when you start to get like a black mirror moment. <laughs> this is what we're. But here's the thing: we're only ten years into smartphones, and that that's is, it. That's, that's it. Ten years. Damn. And, it, and this is ten years at this. I mean, five years ago it wasn't even this good, and now it's ten years. So I don't know what's gonna happen. And I'm telling you, it's fucked up. It's it really bad. is fucked it's up, bad. and especially like just from like a a, a health level. What this puts out, we're not going to know for another decade or so no. the effect that this has because it's on, in our pockets. It's on Everything. our head. Like it could be causing ear cancer. It, I'm sure it is. Like you and know, also neurological the, issues. The, the the you know the fucking whatever waves that are sending the messages to. That's what I'm talking so, about. That's going through somewhere. The waves. Yeah, dude. The waves are fucking. <laughs> Well, fortunately, I'll be dead in 10 years, so I, I hope all you horned fucking neck kids enjoy your life. Not going to any, not leaving the, the couch to go see Rain Man. I Enjoy your horns, you fucking freaks. I don't like it at all. I'm upset I didn't get That's my... That's the Chris now I, Joel, thank, I know. Thank you for bringing up that audition from two years ago. Now I'm thinking how I flew that one. <laughs> Do you want some of this? No. What is that? It's my new uh, Absolute Extracts. Vape. It's really. Smooth. I don't smoke weed. I, you know, I know, the last time I did it, oh, it was with me. Was that your thing? Yeah. And I vowed never to do it again. <laughs> because was a soft opening of the dispensary. No, 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 no. It not wasn't? that. Not that. It was some other weed. It thing? was a 420 show at the oh. at the at the lab in the middle the of the daytime. That's the right. improv. We did the 420 show at the lab, and, and the, you I did think a dab I at the lab. Did two. Oh, you did two, and you two. don't dab. No, well, I think people were fucking with me. You they came were, up in they a three-piece suit at four o'clock in the afternoon. I you better like, believe I it. Love Chris Frangiola. He's the most yeah. professional comedian there is. Until I. Until you took two dabs. Paralyzed myself. <laughs> to the point where. I mean, it was you it were was screaming. Scary Do you remember, situ- you were on stage, and there was this girl in the audience who was there with two Italian tourists, and you told her she was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think you're I was like, projecting that. You're on like, what her. are you thinking? Yeah. Oh you're my just gonna, god! You're going to travel to LA with two Italian tourists? I, Josh Wolf was on the show as well, <laughs> and I remember at one point I had was sitting, you know, on a bar stool. I was melting into a bar stool <laughs> in the back, and Josh looks at me and he goes, "You all right?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm not all right." <laughs> Like, this is an out of, I'm not like a drug guy. I've never been. I've never been, not saying those are drugs. You know what yeah. I mean? But, and They're, I mean, they affect you. Even They're, like drinking, I've never gotten like crazy drunk or anything like that. You're a so. level dude. Yeah. You're a dude who likes two feet on the ground. Exactly. Don't I don't like, like any control. out of control. No, I, know you don't like I don't that. like not. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Two I feet don't on like the to, ground. I don't like to do that too much either. But that day, you were definitely floating like a kite. Like, honestly. I looked at I, Travis I know I'm gonna, and I'm like, what did he do? He's like a couple dabs. I'm yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Oh, dear Lord. It was bad. It, those aren't, you know, for me, dabs aren't fun. Like, I've done one right. in my whole life. 
And I literally, I did, I was with Travis, my partner, uh-huh. and we were out for a walk because I, he said he needed to get me in nature to calm me down. Yeah. And so that resulted in me feeling the earth fold over me like a fucking taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the earth folded over me and I was the center of the earth. <laughs> and then he's wow. like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm, I am the core of it all, bro. He's so like, what is it? Dog. What's the fuck with your mind or something? What's it well, doing? The problem with the dab I did was that the resin, it had, it was the freshest dab you could have. Like literally yeah. like eating a muffin that's still warm from the oven, mm-hmm. just pure THC oil. Like they extract it from the plant and it's, it's so, uh, it, it, it has such a high concentration of THC right. depending on like the strain that you use. And it, it just affects you differently because of the process, how it's manufactured, yeah. how your endocannabinoid system receives it. And whatever you're experiencing with, you know, whether you smoke weed, whether you have a dab, anything that's sort of psychoactive like that with marijuana, it just reflects what's going on in your mind. No, I disagree with that. You do? Well, yeah, because my endocannabs were fucked up. <laughs> like, and, I, and it, it wasn't it wasn't reflecting anything I have in my mind. Well, what I'm it was ref- like it, it can bring out things that are kind of swept under the rug. And so, well, if you have a panic attack, that sort of can mean that you've just been. Put, putting things aside. That could be the case. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, my, my one takeaway from the entire thing was I, I kept like reaching, I would take my hand and I was reaching like this. I kept like tapping the, the a part of my back that I'd never touched before. Like, you know, there's a, you know, there's one part of your back that nobody could touch. Yeah, no like, one could touch you, it. And I was trying to get to that. Like that was. What, what were you, what, what'd you think was there? I have no idea. A horn from <laughs> reading my phone. I don't know. Like, uh, I, but I, I, I kept trying to reach back to do that. And Did I went across the street to that restaurant. I think it's gone now, but. The Red. The Red. It used to be yeah. a place called Red Riker Street. And I sat in there and I was like, I can't drive home. Like, uh, this is bad. Did you ever do drugs as a kid? No, never, nothing. 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 Never. Any what was like the worst thing you did as a child? Do you remember like ever getting into some serious trouble? No. I was never like that. Yeah. Never been my thing. You good know? in school? Good in school. Good fine. Fine in school. You know, not not good. Fine. But they just haven't found the bodies yet, huh? <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm better. I think I've I, I've played catch up a lot. I think I was dumb. I, I think I I I, I uh I liked being dumb. Yeah. You know, now I don't like being dumb anymore. I don't think... You're not dumb. No, certainly not. Just, I don't think I'm dumb. I think you just don't give a fuck about certain things. I mean, it's more now than ever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> don't you find that to be the case? Oh, just dude. Like, God. Well, I think it's when you experience any sort of like humbling life experience. Which every day. Every day. Yeah. Or if you, you know, you get these milestones in your life, like getting married. Yeah. Your whole perspective changes and you're just like, fuck you. I know. Yeah. You start to shed people who you realize were not good in your life. Uh-huh. It's kind of fun when you go through stuff like that, like good or bad, like getting married or losing somebody. Right. It gives you this clear perspective. But you're out. Like, I, st- I follow your shit. You're still, like, out, out, like, out. You leave the house and stuff. I know. And I honestly, I've been leaving the house ever since my dad died. So I feel yeah. like I need to just stay in for a while. Yeah. I I've mean, been going so I, hard. I, uh... I look at your like people who leave the house like you and some other people I know leave like the house. like Fortune Feimster man she oh, she's is out. out yeah she's having ice cream like, cones on every oh, corner and like, across the country not, like oh, across the world she's in Italy Italy she's in Sorrento like, right now I know but she literally went from Denver I saw her like one day she was in Denver next day she was in Italy I'm like I'm tired and then we going from Studio City to here oh my God I barely I was gonna turn around <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I, more power to all of you guys who get out there and get do the shit, house, man. I was saying like. You're, you've got a house now and you have a yard. You're excited oh, about your yard. I cannot wait. I'm, the, I'm like an old guinea. I'm just, I just move shit around the yard. I just pick up like a, a bench and move it from one. And that's my day. Like, what'd you do today? And I make it sound, I, I tell, I make my wife sound like, I, oh my God, what'd I do today? I retrieved the mail. Like that was a big, that was, they put it in a box right in front of the house. I retrieved the mail. Like I had to get in a horse and buggy and go get the mail at the end of the street. And then what else? I moved the bench from the back to the other side of the yard. She's like, that's it? Yes, that's it. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Throughout a hip. How was Amsterdam? <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I mean, the backyard is the greatest thing ever. I you, mean, I just... The one thing about you that is unique to you is your um, your ability and your eye for interior design. Yes. I don't think I've ever met a dude who's as good at interior design. I love it. also doesn't take D up the B. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't think Jerry's I have... not out. I don't think I have a... T- Jerry's still I, out on it. I'll say this. Uh, for, for, for true interior designers who actually go to school and are yeah. good at it, uh, I just... Uh, I'm just good at, like, stealing... Uh, th- I'm good at taking shit from home goods and making it look good. You know? <laughs> really? Kind of. I don't think so, because I've been to your place, and it looks like the inside of a magazine. Like, yeah. you have your own... You you definitely have taste. Like, well, it's you definitely- not this fucking dump. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a transitional period. Oh, okay, All right. yeah, because I was dying. Um, <laughs> like I love the. We had a couple. I don't know, the earthquake. We had a couple earthquake yes. last a couple days ago. We had two, I experienced it. and it was just a bunch of people with shitty houses blaming the earthquake. I'm like, all right, you look like that before. Like yeah. all my pictures are crooked. I'm like, they were crooked before. <laughs> Don't be blaming your shit house on the earthquake. I thought not yours. I'm not well, not yours. I thought like literally around my house around those couple days. I was telling this to uh, Katie. I was also having a conversation with Whitney about it. I was like, you know, I've been asking for signs of my dad to come through, and like this picture frame of him and I was knocked over, and like this picture on the on the fridge, and then his ring was out of the dish, and I think he's trying to communicate with me. And Whitney's like, there was also an earthquake. So maybe yeah. stuff just got shifted. <laughs> like, cool, cool. Well, Thanks. You should, Thanks you're a supposed lot. to let people have yeah, that. Yeah. You know? you're like, so just it's let not us my dead dad. That. It's just platonic. <laughs> it's just the seven point seven point one out in San Bernardino. <laughs> did it? Tonic. Yeah. Yeah. It was platonic. Tonic. It is platonic, right? Isn't that what it's called when the? Yeah. It's a platonic to tonic. Uh, how's Whitney Cummings? What's her story? She's great. I man. follow her on her shit. She's amazing. She's she's definitely my spirit animal for real. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's just her and I have a lot of. Similarities. I don't really know her. I mean, I know her, but I don't know her. She loves you. you. Know? Oh, yeah, she's we great. I, I think she's great. Yeah. She's like Chris. I've is always a good dude. I've always liked her. Yeah. You know, we. She's a nice person. I was like, Chris is a good dude. He might yeah. have murdered somebody, but no, how can no. You, how I can don't. you turn away from that smile? There's been times where I thought <laughs> I'd like to murder some people, but uh, well, no. is there anything like in your life? that you've regretted or wished that you had approached differently? Yeah. Everything. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, like what, everything. What about with your career? Is there anything that you wish yeah. you had done differently in the beginning? I wish I, I yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, I'm glad I, 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 I achieved success, some success, whatever, uh, later in life. I just... Why, I, do you think it, why do you think you're happy it was later in life? Because I just knew how to handle it. I mean, I yeah. you know I saved my money. I didn't spend my money. Uh, I still have it, thank yep. God. 
because that's you know, a success right there. Oh, totally. And this shit, you know, as you know, as we all know, it comes and goes. It's man. cyclical. There's so and many it, ebbs and flows. With and it. you know, hits. Like I was on a hit. You were on a hit. Like hits are fucking hard to come by. And and you, you think when you're in it, oh, this is it. This is it. I'm this good. I'm yeah. good for at least ten years. So getting a hit like <laughs> and like Chelsea lately, you know, being on that show for eight years, a hit, hit. You know, that was. Uh, that I don't think it comes again. I really don't. Getting on two hits, three hits is fucking impossible. It's almost impossible. And and the energy to like keep going and to reinvent and to find new avenues of revenue. Right. That that's also almost a nearly impossible task. Yeah. To just keep going. Yeah. You know, what what about what was like one of the greatest experiences you had that came out of the Chelsea lately era? Like maybe somebody you met or maybe being able to go to a, a place you didn't think it was, you'd travel to. All, all that. I mean, I've been to all over the world, Australia, Tokyo, you know, all through that, all through that show. Yeah. You know? So that was that that was great. And just, you know, I mean, that show was just fun. We were just, I, I don't know if you, 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 they make them like that anymore. We were just goofing off every day yeah. and it showed, you know, we didn't, we didn't take it too seriously. We didn't sit and write for 18 hours a day. We just wrote for, you know, that was a dog. <laughs> Carlin just walked through your dream yeah, story. Yeah. No, but it, it, you know, it, 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 was it, fun it, sh- it was fun to do. It was like, it It felt like <laughs> I do Carlin other sh- is destroying the set. Oh, Carlin, oh will you God. go? God, you're that- knocking. <laughs> oh my God, now you go. Your tail's gone wild. Carlin, go. Go go with Katie. Go away from us. Christopher is telling us about the successes in his career. Oh, wouldn't that? All right. Will you go? <laughs> you hear his tail. Look at look at you with those two dogs. The t- other two dogs are on her lap. Carlin, go. Back yeah. up, buddy. Oh, he's, he's listening. See you later. See ya. Did you... Um, the one thing that I loved about that show is that you guys... All your personalities were so tied into the sketches you did. Yeah. The, the style of the show. It, she really, like... That show alone, with all you guys, almost put comedy back on the cool map, don't you think? I like, hope it, so. It helped. I think. Sort it, of- well, it did, I mean, you know, Whitney. Whitney was a big part of it. She was on our show a lot, and those people. I don't think there was. You didn't have. You weren't able to do. You be yourself on TV once a week. Yeah. Like, and that show, a lot of times you could. You could just be yourself, which well, was cool. I don't know if that's. I don't know if I'll credit. I guess I will. Chelsea Handler with that. It just kind of happened, and she was like, oh, fuck it. Like, I, I don't want to fight it. Yeah. It happened. I don't but, know if it was her idea. It just happened. Yeah. It, it, and, like, for me, as a comedian watching, that's how we met. Yeah. You well, and I met from... Isn't no, it? we met before that. I, no, I was doing stand-up. No, I was yeah, doing yeah, yeah, stand-up yeah, yeah. at that I met time. You, yeah. yeah. Um, what about, like, is there anything that you want to do? Are you just like, because you're touring still now. Oh, yeah. I love it. You know, yeah, the podcast has been fun. I'm so happy you started a podcast. I'm actually thoroughly enjoying it. I'll tell you this. I've never enjoyed stand-up more. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. I just decided I don't give a fuck. Like, I know I'm not going to be, I'm not going to get the following some people have. It's just not happening. I tried everything to get it. I don't know what I don't know yeah, what like, you have what to more do. Can you, do? <laughs> you know, either people come or they don't. You know, I, I show up that weekend at a club, and some I nights they're there, like and you. some nights they're not. You know, I feel like you when I show up sometimes because I'll show up like if it shows at eight, I show up at seven fifty. Yeah, like I show up right before the Me show. Too. I go on stage. I don't cause a problem. Yeah, uh, 
Don't, I no take, problem. Take care of the staff. That's what I do. I try and like. That's why I get, that's why I'm still going. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't fucking sell out every night. So right. I'm not, certainly not that guy. But the only reason I'm still there is because if they look at 52 weeks, they got to fill 52 weeks, they you know? Sell them. So if they look at 52 weeks, go, oh, get him. He doesn't fucking cause any trouble. <laughs> look at that yeah. smile. Yeah. yeah. Shows up on time, doesn't cause any trouble, gets, sells 14 tickets the entire weekend. <laughs> but you know, whatever. He's cheap and, he's, and he doesn't cause a problem. Are you still doing Juicy Scoop? I am. I do it a lot. How I do is it that? Once a month. I did it let this week. Yeah. Uh, it's great. I mean, she's got that following, I mean, man. Heather, they are wild. I love when that sort of stuff happens because it's fun to see and hear from the agent side their perspective on a certain yeah. comedian or artist. Right. And what they think the artist's career path is going to end up like. And then seeing people like Heather and it's Josh. It's the greatest. I know their own, they both did their own thing and now they're like doing it. <clears throat> well, it's a thing that we just didn't have five years ago. Right. And there's a lot of guys doing like, you know, Tony Hinchcliffe and those guys and, and, you know, Santino and all of those guys, like you, when we were coming up, not even that long ago yep. and, and even me more so than you, you would, yeah, you were beholden to waiting for an audition. Yep. That was it. There's there no, wasn't like there's no other way. Instagram outlets. No, there none of that. The YouTube or idea of creating your or own podcast or nothing. The word content wasn't even in the, in the zeitgeist of language. No. So now that, I love. That no, that does. Now I love that you could circumvent Good agencies and everybody. You don't even need them. No. And I'm not saying some of them are great, but I never had proper representation i never had anybody who you know kissed my ass the way i see some of these people you know fucking hanging out with their clients and shit like i don't even know my my doesn't even know my name so (laughs) i remember i called my agent one they're like we got to put fortune out you're like i'm not fortune my agent called me one time and he's like uh he's like uh, oh i'll tell you a great agency story We did the final Chelsea Lately, the, the last one, which was a big deal. We had a fucking every celebrity in the world. I remember was on that. It, and I wanted like to few, go so bad. Final episode. Two days later, I get an email. Uh, no, my 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 agent sends out a tweet like, "Congratulations to my client Chris Rangel on a great run." I'm like, "And good luck on tonight's show." And I'm like, "You know, it was two nights ago, right?" <laughs> that ended. She goes, "Oh, I, I was oh watching it on D- DVR or something. I thought it was tonight." I'm like, "No, it was it was two nights ago." Thanks. You can't even get the yeah, date, right? I know. It's just it was like the things 10%. like th- it's like things like that Jeez. that are just like. And then they call me and like, "You got an audition today?" I'm like, "I'm in Des Moines." They're like, oh, "You are?" I'm like, "Don't you know Do that?" You know what? Do, you, didn't you book? <laughs> Isn't it on a board somewhere yeah. in your fucking office? Or I love when they book you like three weeks straight and then they start tacking on stuff. You're like, have you guys heard of sleep? Right. Successful people don't sleep. I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Hart and The Rock. It's amazing. And Whitney, I'm pretty sure they're yeah. taking naps. Right. I know for a fact that girl naps like six times a day. Yeah. They're getting sleep. Oh, I do. I oh, sleep. God, I love a nice I nap. I love when people, I go, oh, on, God, I I go on the road. Nap. People are like, what'd you see in Nashville? Nothing. And the leave, Then leave the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> you get out there. I, I my usually my second or third time through the city, I'll start getting out. You have like, adjusted the way that I go on the road because I know that you will yelp like the best brunch spot yeah, or the yeah, best coffee spot. Like the, you, you get out there. Yeah, or at least you used to. I, I and now I do that. Like I'm like, all right, I'm gonna find the best. Yeah. brunch spot or find like you know get out there. I the found local. my first trip around ten years ago. Height of Chelsea lately. My first trip around the clubs was real drunk looking for pussy. (laughs) 
Uh, uh, special title. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> my, first, my first trip around. Second trip around was uh, <laughs> hitting up the pussy that I'd found you know, oh, a couple years before second, that. Second? That was second trip around. You did your own sloppy second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. And, and, and less drunk. This time, and now it's like going to museums. And sober and nap. Sober and nap. <laughs> <laughs> Midday yeah, museum right, right, and right, then a right, pre-show right. nap. Yeah. But, you know, it's still like... For me, I'm I'm probably on like the fourth trip around the country. Yeah. I think it's like you know every like eighteen months or so you make that yeah that, you hit the, the revolution Chicago, around in Chicago yeah, again. Yeah, you do because yeah. you see so much of it when you're there. Because right. you, I mean, for me, I get out because if I stay in the hotel, that's when the demons start creeping in. Right, and it just it fucks with my performance. Yeah, but now like I I think I've gone the reverse where I used to be scared and I'd stay in the hotel and now I'm out. Like and I'm you and you still out there solo? You're out there like Yeah, well, you? I bring friends now. Like yeah. Marty Caproni comes with me a lot. Oh, we were with Andrew Marty. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll bring them out with me just because I, I feel like I perform better when I have friends. And also, like we go out. Like last time, Marty and I, we were performing in, oh God, where the heck were we? We were in Tr- Troy, New York at the Albany like, Funny Bone. Yeah, sure. Troy, New York is gorgeous. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought it was just like meth huts. Right. I thought it was just dirt roads and meth huts. It is if you go, you know, like make a left, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you stay like right, that. people always tell you, they're like, yep. you know, it's really nice on this road. Walk one block further, it'll cut your throat. But uh, stay. <laughs> Do like, you want bagels in like a cute, like little cafe spot? Yeah. Stay on this. It is like That's that. That's what Dayton was like. Dayton's got a gorgeous old homes. And, yeah. And like $75,000. You can get like this unbelievable house with a wraparound porch. And I mean, $75,000. No, I'm not kidding. Like, this is no fucking around. Like, that's it. And then, but you walk one block over and you, you know, people are, you're dead children in the are shooting up yeah. heroin between the Right, right, their toes. right, right, right. So, and it's just, it, that's how it was like in Troy. And we got out, like, we went kayaking. Yeah. We went kayaking on the Hudson River. Oh, yeah. That was questionable. But that's up further, right? It is a little, but there yeah. still was floaty things, like questionable floaty things. But yeah. it was fun. Like, I felt like such an adult. Marty and I kept saying we were that's naturing nice. so hard. Are you out now, currently on the road? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I used to keep up your schedule. Now, I am, but like I'm going to do that cross-country thing. Like I'm doing JFL for July, uh-huh. and then I'm going to be driving cross-country again. Oh, really? I lo- it's going to be in my what? third trip in my, in my SUV with my dogs. And do you stop at places? Yeah, I stop wherever I feel like. There's this really cool spot. If you, if you guys, you, you and the missus ever feel like getting out but not too far, uh-huh. there's this really cool place in Monroe, Utah, right off the 70. It's yeah. called Mystic Springs. Oh, okay. It looks like a place where meth was created, but beautiful. Yeah. Like, it lo- if meth weren't so trash, like mushrooms. Like, it looks like a, mushroom, a magic mushroom uh-huh. oasis. Okay. This dude, his name is Magic M- Magic, magic Mike. Mushroom? <laughs> magic Mike? I think he calls himself Magic Mike. Like stripper? No, Mystic Mike. Not, yeah, the okay. Magic Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that movie. I right? always yeah. call him Magic Mike. It's Mystic Mike, and he located this like natural hot springs in the side of the mountain yeah and built these like natural bowls and and like baths to catch the sulfur springs okay and then built these like cool little huts to stay in like these refurbished buses and like oh, i these think i saw log you post cabins. pictures of this it's now, so dope and but i have to talk a night do i have to talk to people though see no, my thing stay with... in your cabin and shoot up okay my fear is always when I go to something like that and there's a guy like Mystic Mike, I feel like I go down to the hot springs and I'm sitting in the hot springs and Mystic Mike comes down and then we're like chatting and he goes, hey, can I suck your dick? I feel like that's always going. Is that weird that that's, I feel like it's going to go that route? I mean, always? that's how you pay. Yeah. That's the 50 bucks. So essentially, yes. I always yes. have a fear that it's going to be some swinger party. Where, 
hey, which now we fuck your wife. I'm like, no, no, we didn't sign up for that. But the natural spring. We were just looking for a continental <laughs> breakfast. We didn't want your dick in my face. <laughs> yeah. I uh, it's it's enjoyable. I'll be doing that. Okay, and then that's great. I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah. And is this a solo gig, or are you Marty Caproni sitting in the back seat? No, it's solo. Just me and the dogs. Carlin Peluso, back it up and go lay down. I know what you're doing. Yeah. Nice try. See, it's so great having shelter dogs. They're so not needy. You and you and the yeah. All right, I like that. They're Do you have a camp camp or just uh? No, I'll I'll like I'll yelp. Yeah, hotel like, tonight. Yeah, or I'll hotel tonight, which yeah. I also got from you. Little, little Love road it. tricks. Greatest um, thing ever. I'll just find like the coolest city in that state. Yeah. And the the one thing that I read about travelers is like the the best and the smartest way to travel is to have not to really have a plan. Oh, I never because do. if you like set these yeah. places where you have to stay, then you give up the spontaneity aspect of right, right. driving cross country. And is this uh, you'll go to gigs throughout? I'll have a couple gigs, but not too much because I like to take that. Like, you know, August for us is kind of like a Oh, I'm, I'm, dark, I have nothing in August. Yeah, like I really don't have much yeah. in August. So I just take that time and I'll spend time with my family. Yeah. Go there and hang out with my sister's kids and question if I'm going to procreate or not. Are you? What do you think I about that? I'm going to freeze my eggs. I got to freeze them. That's what everybody I'm does. freeze them. Why not? Fuck it. Like, the, they're fresh now. Yeah. They won't be in five years. Right. You know, they're going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> That was me. Like, uh, wow. Uh, Yeah, I I didn't. To talk about Whitney again, we were talking about this yesterday, and we both. She said this, and I felt the same. Like, I didn't think about having children until my dad died, and then I sort of saw the. the, I was going to say novelty, the value in having you know it continue on, and she put it really beautifully. She's like, you know, I want to make somebody who who looks like him. I want to like have a little bit of him. It's a way to just continue that right, sure. line. And maybe it's some weird, from whatever we're created. And what does your sister have? Two now? Two. Two, right? Two, but they sound like 10. I know. Well, that's it. That's just it's the way it goes. Lot. It's a lot. Oh my God. My sister's daughter, my niece is so insane. She'll look at you. Yeah. And she looks like she has everything figured out. Have you ever been disarmed by a two-year-old? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was emotionally, physically, really? metaphysically disarmed by Karina. Wow. She just looks at you and she's like... And like, that's the youngest? She's got a, youngest. a boy as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elliot, who I asked him, <laughs> I asked him what he wants to be when he grows up and he said a monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could achieve that. That's definitely a goal one. you can achieve. You yeah. already got that one checked yeah. off the list, buddy. Harvey Firestein. No, not Harvey. Uh, uh, Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah, that's what he, his goal was to be. And he, know, look, like, he did it. With that Harvey Weinstein thing, do you don't you think that his camp should also be held accountable? Of the course, people who enable it. Why yes. Don't we hear, why don't we hear about like the little worker bees? Why don't we hear those names? I, well, I mean, you know, in some cases, those people just needed a check, and I gotta understand that. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah, I mean, putting food on the table, but at the cost of. Hey, like- I've enabled some stuff along the way myself. <laughs> you know, I've seen some. I've seen some shows. I was like, what? I didn't know that. You know, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Like I must admit, I've turned the other cheek on some things. Nothing like that, but uh, Every, I think I've seen some shit. People do to a certain degree, but like I don't know that whole. It, but then you also have to like. Look at the women and people. There has to be accountability on both sides, I think. Like with the whole Louis C.K. thing, Harvey Weinstein, I get the predatory aspect. Right. As a woman, I've definitely been in those scenarios. Yeah. But I also understand that I also have to armor myself with a certain attitude 
a, a posture about myself so that I don't put myself in those scenarios. One, uh, totally. But I mean, I feel like this is going back to the road. I was saying you go along because it is different for you guys. It's, it's so just different. different. It just is like it's everything scarier. about it. Totally. I mean, you know, most of the hotels you stay in and the decent clubs are fine and all yeah, that. Yeah, you, you get nice hotels. But even still, you don't know what fucking weirdos co- coming from no. the club. You and always, all the information, the passing of emails every, and everyone knows where right, you are. Right, They know exactly where you are. They know when you're being dropped off at the fucking, you know, at the Holiday yeah. Express and, and whatever. And show you some of the messages that dude send me. Oh, man. And she sends me a text like, I want to murder these dudes. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't handle yeah. that. I'll say, thank God. God and I don't know who to thank for it. I don't. I would say my parents, but they didn't do a damn thing. Nice people, <laughs> but they. Jerry? Oh, they're the, oh, they're the greatest. I mean, I love them. Jerry, I mean, still great. going strong, great people. <laughs> but they never did anything parental at all. Oh yeah. We just found our way, fortunately. Yep. Uh, but I've never had that l- thing. I've never been in you a know, scenario. No, I, I never felt the need to. Go, Carlin. You know. Be shitty to women. Yeah, you've always been a very you're a respectful dude. Yeah. And like I definitely from my parents' perspective, Carlin, I'm talking about not getting raped. Can you go? Um I mean I my first sexual experience was rape. So that oh. was my introduction into sex. Oh, you should have told me that before we started. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked about it on the podcast yeah, many yeah. times, but you know, it's it's a my parents didn't really armor me. We never had the the like sex talk. We didn't have yeah. the stranger danger talk. No, but did I, anybody though? Generational. I don't think. I mean, so. I'm, I'm now. I, yeah, yeah, definitely. Now they're now. having. I mean, those. I think generationally, I'm diff- maybe even a different generation than you. Yeah, but like at least by fifty years. Yeah, yeah but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> I'm in a different world than you're in. Yeah, like, age wise and and being a, a guy. Yeah, and I we didn't have to do any of that. Did you ever? Never. Like, I remember. But I was also grew up in a family of boys. You grew up in yeah, girls. Yeah, you grew up with all boys, and you know your father had like a man's job. Yeah, man's job. You know, you, you had. I think yeah, you had a quintessential yeah. upbringing as far as like you know what your mom's role right. is, your dad, how he worked, and then you having all of your brothers. Yeah. Like I re- I remember. I don't know if you have any experience of this. Like as a child, I have this vivid memory of when I was like eight or nine coming out of my house with my friend Lindsay and we're playing in the front yard in mm-hmm. this Caprice classic, like this white Caprice classic pulls up and the dude literally asked us if we wanted candy. Like, God, that's crazy. I mean, that's like out of a, a law and yeah. order SV yeah, 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 yeah. episode. Right. And I think I was like, no, we got some in the house. Like, do you want to come in? I think I invited him in the house. Yeah. Like, no, my mom's got a whole bunch. Like we just got some. Right. Do you want to have a candy party? How did I not die? I, the guy just drove off. Yeah. I think I scared him. I think like maybe my my like just coming back and one upping him like bro. You I don't come find I, the other thing. I don't find eight year olds like that hot. I that <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've never been at that. Maybe that's another good thing. Like I've been like I don't Can I'm not imagine? I don't see it at all. But I don't, that's really what it is. Yeah. Those dudes think they're attracted to that. That's and, and there's got to be a time in your life. When you're one of those dudes, don't you fucking point at no, me? No, you know what I mean. Like one of those, like they, it, all they realize it. All of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, I find that kid attractive. Like that's gotta fuck you up. That's gotta fuck like, you thank up." Thank God, or that's never been my thing. They live in oblivion, and they th- they're just stuck in that, thinking it's normal. Right. They don't even have the revelation of this is fucked up. They're like, yeah, "This is what that, I do. That's a whole other. This thing. is how I like it. Yeah. I can't like." Th- 
I'm a pretty peaceful person, but that's the one thing that makes me want to, I think that I would probably physically assault somebody if, yeah. if I knew anybody who had been in that yeah. scenario. Like, I know. you know. We don't like kid fuckers. I don't like it. You know, I just watched uh, this great movie. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's Bo Burnham is a comedian and directed and wrote, I believe, this movie called uh, Eighth Grade. And you should definitely. Oh, I heard Oh, my God. It's amazing. I want to watch that. It's just like, it's basically uh, through the eyes of a girl who's in eighth grade. And it's just eighth grade. Yeah. Like that's basically the movie. It's eighth grade today. Like oh, if you boy. had a kid, what's oh. what's eighth grade? 11, 12, oh, 12, a ni- 12 it's a nightmare, 13 maybe. Dude, oh my god, I don't you know. Got oh god, I don't know what I, you. you, um, you kind of want sex, but you don't know how to do it. And, and you all make the guys, and it's the phone. Like they all have the fucking phone, phones. so it's like t- they're sending titty pictures and shit. Like, oh my god, in eighth grade, I'm so that's like I feel yeah. so fortunate that. I grew up in the gen- analog. Right. I grew up in the generation. We didn't have a computer. No. We didn't have. I know. We had like a stone and chisel. Like we didn't yeah. have text messaging. We would yell out of the house. Right. Like we didn't have any of that. But, I, but I know. It. But the kids in this movie, and I think it's true, are like send me, you know, a hot picture. And these are, these are 13 year olds. Hot pictures? Yeah. I mean, what does a 13 year old boy even know about what's hot? But I guess. I'm thinking back to when I was 13, like, all I want to do is find, like, a Playboy magazine. So now Playboy magazine is fuck could be sent, you know, oh, you could look it up. God. It's right there. Oh, man. I don't, see, now I don't know what it's going to be like when I'm ready to pop a baby out. Yeah, it's it's just going to be, like, virtual reality dick pics. Like, it just shows right. up. Yeah. It's like Airdrops actual- <laughs> right onto your face. All of a sudden, you're getting teabagged by an airdrop. That ain't right. That ain't right. But here we are, you know? That's so a good joke. You should do that as a joke. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're getting teabagged by an airdrop. Well, they do. They, what a nightmare. I don't have airdrop because I have a Samsung Galaxy. Oh, and, one uh, of those. And, and I wouldn't have had you on the podcast but I've had seen, I known that. But I've, but I've, seen, <laughs> I've seen people get airdrop like on a plane. They, I guess you could just throw the airdrop out and it'll land on whoever phone yeah, is you open can, to yeah, airdrop. You can toss it out. So I, I was with Heather. Heather and I would go touring together and Heather McDonald was sitting next to me and I dick. Got dick pic got airdropped right to her phone on the plane. That's kind of hot. Was it from the pilot? No, we don't know. We don't know who was. No, it was from a guy in the middle seat in the back, probably. <laughs> was pilot. it you? Pilot. You're like, yeah, I'm going to send this to Heather. <laughs> Take a look. Yeah. Anyway. You're a fucking delight, man. What? Before we get out of here, I'm going to ask you, because you've been in this, you've been doing stand-up for how long now? Oh, my God. I'm a long guess. time. I think... I think you've been at it for 19 years. No, 20, 20, a little bit more than 20, I think. I don't know the date. You know you the do, date? You, 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 know, you know, know your date. start date and stuff? The comedians who know like the second. I, I like Jeff Ross recently posted something like, this is the 35th, you know, today. The only, the I, would, reason, I have no idea. I know the exact date only because my boyfriend at the time filmed it and my father came and visited and I have a photo from that day. So there were like digital and like yeah. photographical uh moments to to like isolate the time i don't know photographical yeah. it was word, one it was it one of now. my it's certainly not a word not even close <laughs> but uh you it added a now. bunch of letters to a word that already existed absolute extract yeah. adding letters to words i remember when i when i first uh, when i first met jesse may she was relatively new to stand up uh, very funny but and on your on your this is going way back and yeah, on your facebook for a, long time. a facebook oh, page you had like every oh bar show she'd ever done on her, I did, and I, and I told her, I said, videos. I said, take your shit videos down. He's helped me a lot. I said, you're, you're, you don't want people to watch your first performance ever. 
Uh, and take and it, like literally one of them, the camera had fallen over on its side, you know, on a back table, and she had it on there, like a side angle of her on stage at some shit bar and wherever. Oh my god, I'm dying! I really did. Yeah, you honestly, like, you've definitely helped me. You've helped me refine my approach to comedy, to right. road life, mm-hmm. to just you know, just overall how I exist as a human well, being in the in this yeah. career. So I appreciate you for that. Yeah, thank you. So, is there anything on that note that you would say to? comics starting out maybe comics that are thinking about quitting like is there any sort of a, a word of advice that you've given to yourself well if you're thinking about quitting quit <laughs> uh i would say that quit uh, i would also say you, you know you're not you're not as good as you think you are until and i would also think that if you're a road headliner like you and myself and a lot of people are uh i, I shouldn't say that not not yeah and I feel like we've done it, you, you know, ourselves, because we shit on all the time. Oh, the chuckle hut and blah, blah, sucks <laughs> right? and this and that. But I've recently decided that I'm going to say, it's fucking hard to be a road headliner. It is. It is hard to take that act, that whatever hour you have, and, and, and make it, you know... Uh, appeal to everybody yep. not only fucking Omaha it also appeals to San Diego yep. and San Francisco year after year and Miami and da 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 and you find a way on a Thursday night to make it work on a Saturday night make it work and the guys who do it you, you know you me Wolf oh, that's fucking good yep. and those guys who do the comedy store every night not the good ones not the Rogans and those guys but the other dudes who are hanging around looking for get seven minutes that's not the way to go. You yep. need to be out you where have to be we, out on the road because that's eventually that's what there. That's your bread That's and always going to be there. It's, it's always going to be there. Always. That's where you make your money. That's Look where at Saget. Saget's out there still. Ross, Jeff Ross, out there. They're still out there. Wanda, Be- Wanda, yep. everybody. Because you eventually have to go back and you have to have an hour that works in a fucking club night after night. Yep. And that's it. Get Find out there that and shit. fucking do it. Seven minutes of the, uh, fucking doing roast battle ain't fucking doing it. You know what I mean? Like that's a yeah. that's a cadence that doesn't even work in the real world. Right. You like, have to be you, able to take it on the road. Be able to tell a guy how fat he is. You're so fat. Your mama's fat. Everybody fat. Like <laughs> that's that that don't doesn't work in the You're real. You're gonna world. offend a lot of America. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. Right. So anyway, where can people find you? Yeah, you all the pod- friends. Come on, my podcast. podcast is called Cover to Cover. Listen to my fucking podcast. I'm so proud of you. You were so against podcasts. I for was years. not against them. I just like, thought I'm not doing a podcast. I just thought there were so many, and You're you know, like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? I find a way. Yeah, I was so happy to see you did Cover to Cover, and they can also hear you on Juicy Scoop. Cover to Cover, I do. I do Juicy Scoop once a month, and then I do my own Cover to Cover once a week. Thursday night, Thursdays, I usually release them. And uh, yeah, it's called Cover to Cover with Chris, Chris Frangiola. Chris find it in all the places you find podcasts. And then I'm, you know, I'm on the road. Uh, Where can they find your road dates? Frangiola.com. I think if it's updated, I'm Salt Lake City, Wise Guys, and 19th and 20th of July, and then all over the place. Awesome. Well, I love you, brother. I love you back. Always good to see you. Yeah, you're but one of my favorites. I don't see enough. You, you too. Sorry about Carlin ruining your really soft story. That's all right. That's all right, Carlin. He's just abused. You've been through a lot. <laughs> Probably have Michael Vick throwing chicken bones at you for, you know, making you fight your brother yeah. or sister. It's a hard But look story. at you now. Look at you. are living the life. Look at you now. Too bad we're going to have to put you down for ruining the whole production. Yeah. Thanks, Chris.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.